If you're an ambitious business owner ready to think big, rewrite your own rules and take action to skyrocket your business know-how, your profit, your cash flow, and most importantly, your free time, then this is the podcast for you. You're listening to the Simply Smarter Numbers podcast, and I'm your host, Jen Waterson. I'm a business profit coach helping business owners just like you make more profit and take back their time. So hit subscribe now and let's dive in. Today, I'm talking to Lucrecia from Blogging for New Bloggers. Lucrecia is an ex-lawyer turned blogger turned businesswoman, and she's talking to us today about making money from blogging, having made thousands from blogging herself, and with a Facebook group of over 30,000 members, Lucrecia is here to help you get started on your blogging journey. So let's dive into it. Welcome to the podcast, Lucrecia. Hi, thank you, Jen. Um, Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be on your podcast. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to having a great conversation with you today. You've got a really interesting topic um, that we're going to talk about. And But before we get into it, just tell us a little bit about yourself, your background, and what you do in your business. Yeah, of course. Thanks. Uh, so um, I'm the co-founder of Blogging for New Bloggers and tinylogback.com. And um, my background is um, I'm an international lawyer and university lecturer, and I worked in different countries. Now, what I do in my business is I use the combination of my research, teaching, and blogging experience, plus over 15 years of legal expertise (laughs) to show new bloggers or online entrepreneurs how to blog profitably and legally. So basically, I help people to start and run a successful blog and make money blogging from home or from everywhere in the world. And I also use my legal background to cover the legal side of blogging, which is often overlooked, but it's really important. So I offer classes and templates to make sure that you blog in compliance with all legal requirements and that you your blog and your business is protected legally to avoid, you know, lawsuits or fines or formal complaints. So to give you that peace of mind that you legally protected. And, yeah, uh, it's yeah. it's a it's an interesting combination, isn't it? Because <laughs> blogging is something that people either love doing or a bit too sort of afraid to get into. But we'll talk about that mm-hmm. shortly. But more recently in particular, there has been a big sort of shift in the world of blogging and in particular, I guess, um, collecting people's email addresses, which you would do, I presume, via your blog. So I guess it's that type of thing that it really is important to have somebody such as yourself to give you the right advice Mm -hmm. on how you can do all of that and be and um, take care of yourself legally as well. Yeah, that's right, especially because with the GDPR, which is a a regulation that um, came out a few years ago in the European Union, but it's actually as an application uh, worldwide. Uh, rules have changed, and now even like your users in your website or your subscribers have the right to sue you. <laughs> so you better, yeah. yeah, you better comply with legal requirements because they. I know it sounds like very unlikely, but it, it can actually happen because it's not like a big, uh, you know, like the institution that will look and come after a small 
business owner or a small blogger is actually the people that read your blog that have the right to do something against you, for example, to lodge a formal complaint. So it's always good to cover, you know, the legal side of blogging or of your business as well. Always. Great. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll talk a little bit about that. <laughs> I'm sure everybody is going to be thinking, where is this amazing accent? Where are you from, <laughs> Lucretia? Um, I'm from Italy originally. Beautiful um, Italy. Yeah. <laughs> but I've worked and lived in different countries. And then I was living in uh, London when I met my husband. I mean, my now husband at the time was just a boyfriend. <laughs> and he's from Melbourne. So now I've moved in Melbourne. But I, I still kept my thick Italian accent. And uh, so everyone can spot that I'm not from Melbourne, even though now I'm an Australian citizen. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. So how many years have you been in Australia? Uh, seven. Yeah, I think. wow. Yes, wonderful, wonderful. Well, I think probably even though you're in Melbourne and it's been tough the last few weeks for you, Mm -hmm. perhaps compared to other places in the world, yeah, it's probably not such a bad place to be right now. No, we have zero cases at the moment, so it's perfect. Yeah, (laughs) fantastic. So blogging, I love that you talk about making money from blogging Mm -hmm. because oftentimes blogging is thought of as the thing that, can be just time consuming, something we should be doing, but we find it can find it really hard to find the motivation to do it. But when you're talking about ways that we can make money from blogging, well, then it turns it around and makes it all of a sudden a little bit more interesting. But before we get into the specifics of that, mm-hmm. can you tell us why we need to have a blog in our business to start with? Yeah, uh, well, there are many reasons why it's always a good idea to have a blog for your business. Now, the top reason is that a blog will increase your visibility. It will give you, you know, the opportunity to place yourself as an expert in your field and it will raise brand awareness. But it's not only that. It, it, I think it will free you from the trap of having to constantly look for new clients because once you have a blog, you will be more likely to rank in Google or uh, to show up in search engines, uh, you know, on the results page of, of the, of each search engines and for the right keywords as well. So instead of having to find clients, uh, they will find you through SEO and, you know, um, there are other platforms like Pinterest, for example, which is, which is a social media, but it's also like a search engine. So people will look for that topic for those keywords and you will come up. And so once they find you through a blog post, then you can place a really clear call to action and convert that reader in your next subscribers, follower or client. And so um, this is good because, you know, like you basically will find clients or not pilot, but it will also give them the opportunity to share your content. And so your audience will also be able to keep growing exponentially and the first part is for me is that it's all passive so once you write that blog post it will keep attracting readers and get shared over and over without you having to do much more from you know like the first time that you wrote the blog post Mm, now yeah i know with this many many people will think uh i already do that through social media why would i need a blog for that but well the thing is because the blog is yours 
um, it's not on someone else's platform that could be closed anytime or uh, the algorithm. Yeah, that's a really, yeah, that's a really good point. That's, it mm-hmm. is a good point because when you have a collection of content that you have put your time and effort into, it's on your website, it's in, mm-hmm. it's in your capable hands and you're in charge of what happens with it essentially, aren't you? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like there's no one else except for you uh, that decides what happens with that content. So uh, you can do anything you like with your blog post uh, and you don't depend on other platforms. While uh, if you do it on social media, you know, they can they can change everything. Like you remember, like this is an example that comes up often in the blogging community. You know, MySpace, it was huge at some point and now it's, is nowhere to be seen. So people that had yeah. invested all their effort and energy in that platform, all of a sudden they, they found themselves with nothing. Uh, while with your website, you decide what to do with it and the future of it. <laughs> so yeah, definitely. Yeah. And I know, so you've got people will kind of tend to go, uh, this would be interesting to see what your take on this is, but people will either blog or podcast or mm-hmm. use video as in up, upload videos to YouTube, all of which I guess are a similar way of getting content yeah. out there just in a different format. But blogging is the is the easiest place to start, isn't it? It is the easiest because you can really do it um, in your own time. Like with with a podcast or, or YouTube, you this much more involved because you need to record. Usually you you also do uh, guest interviews, for example. So you need to set the time to meet with that person. What blogging is more like a um, you can really do it on your own time. You could do it at two a.m. if you like. But, yeah, it's um, less technical requirements yeah, too. Like yeah. it's pretty tough work doing you know, podcasting yeah. and videoing, you know, and videoing. And that at least on, part. Yeah. yeah, that's right. At least on podcasting, we don't have to look fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> I think probably videos are the worst because you have the combination yeah. of everything. You also you need to look good and prepare yourself and with makeup on, even though, you know, like I think a, a raw image, like if you show yourself, the, so your real self, it can work too. You don't yeah. always need to be perfect. But right. to go back to your question, I think that some... It, one doesn't exclude the other. And actually, I love to uh, reuse my content on different formats. So once you do the blog post, it can be reused to for a podcast or for a video. You just, you know, adapt it to the to the tool that you're using or to the format, the platform. And, um, um, you know, you can reuse the content. So it actually saves you time. <laughs> yeah, I, I actually use my, my <laughs> podcast. I have the... Um, have it transcribed and then I put mm-hmm. that on my website yeah. which turns yeah. into a blog mm-hmm. and so I've got all of those sort of SEO things going on there and then when I'm organized I <laughs> take pieces of that blog and, and and use it over in my social media so all I have to do is exactly. come up with that one piece of content and and I guess it's exactly the same with your blogging you can skip the whole podcast part and just <laughs> write it out, take everything out of your brain, do your content and then take little pieces and use that for your social media content as well. Yeah, absolutely. It's all about repurposing the content all over. Mm. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. So what types of businesses really benefit from blogs in your experience? To be honest, in, in my experience and in my opinion, any kind of business can, be, can you know, benefit from having a blog. Mm. 
of course, there are some niches and industries that are more profitable than others, like, for example, you know, parenting or beauty and fashion, personal finances. These are where probably they are the most successful bloggers and, you know, the, the very famous one. But in any industry, I think a business with a blog will always make more money or be more visible than uh, a business in the same industry without a blog. <laughs> so as yeah. long as you provide value, uh, you offer a solution to a problem with your blog post or uh, answer a question, then your blog will attract new clients for your business. Because uh, the truth is that these days, um, when people would read person, like, you know, before, like a blog, it was more like a journal uh kind of mm-hmm. diary. Uh this is not what blogs are anymore. And so um now people read blogs to get advice, to get tips, to get a solution to their problems, to get ideas and inspiration. So you connect with them through your blog post and then you can offer them your services or your products and convert them into customers or clients. So that's why a blog is an amazing marketing tool for your business. And and so every business would benefit from a blog. And now the funny thing is that for me and for many other people who want to start a blog, it may be the other way around. Uh, when I started my blog, I didn't have a business. And my blog didn't even start as a business venture at first. Um, I will go a bit into <laughs> my personal story. Um, when I started blogging, it was as a creative outlet because uh, my husband um, – it's coming, it's coming up uh, a lot. This <laughs> interview, my husband Sam, um, was working from home today, so it's next door. Uh, and, <laughs> um, so we were trying to conceive for a while, but it wasn't happening for us. It took us almost five years to have a baby. Mm. So while going through our f- fertility journey, I needed something to keep my mind off. And so I started blogging and I started a lifestyle blog tiny love bug and then it was okay. so successful and profitable that what started as a hobby it did become my business and of course like now he yeah, has evolved in so much more it's a proper business and now the blog is actually the the marketing tool but my point is that if you already have a business then it's even more important that you start a blog to promote and grow your business and attract more clients so mm. any kind of business um, it definitely adds a level of credibility I think as well yeah. I know whenever I am looking at a it could be a website designer, a, a branding person, like any type of business. It doesn't really matter what it is. If I'm looking on their website and they have a blog, even an undated blog. So you could have done these blogs two years ago and I don't particularly know when you did them, but it just adds a level of credibility when I see that you've taken the time and effort to help other people understand what it is that they need to know before they come to work with you or how they can perhaps do some things themselves or whatever it might be. It adds a distinct level of credibility. Yes, absolutely. I agree. Mm, Credibility, visibility, brand awareness, anything. And and with the fact, you know, that um, you can actually, I'm I'm not recommending doing that, but you could actually through your website and you could uh, automatically change the date of your blog post. They could look (laughs) always, yeah, updated. Now, I I would recommend updating your blog post for real and then changing the date, but you could even Mm. set it up like um, automatically without doing any upgrade. Not that I recommend that, but yeah. (laughs) 
So you taught, you spoke about monetizing a blog. So how do we make money from a blog? What does that look like? How do we make that happen? Where do we start? Lots of little questions there, but talk us through that. Uh, there are different ways um, you can monetize a blog. Now, the basic one is probably to have um, display ads. You can have display ads on your blog and you will get paid for impressions and clicks. So when a user visits your blog and see an ad or clicks on it, you will get paid a small commission okay. from the yeah the ad networks. There are different ad networks you could join, like Google AdSense, or depending on your traffic, there are also premium ad networks that pay much more for impressions and clicks, like uh, Mediavine and AdTribe, for example. Mm-hmm. But um, I don't particularly like this way of monetizing uh, a blog because you really need lots of traffic for that. And uh, uh, I think probably the, a very common way to make money blogging that doesn't require much effort to start with is through affiliate marketing. Affiliate marketing is uh, basically a process where you earn a commission by promoting someone else's uh, product and services. Oh, okay. Yeah. So yeah. affiliate affiliate um, marketing as in, so what would that look like? If I'm writing a blog, how mm-hmm. How does that like work practically with an affiliate? It can be um, that you recommend the product, for example. So let's say you, um, your business is, um, I'm not sure, what, do, what, what is your, um, so your let's, clients? So let's, like, yeah. yeah. So let's say I, um, I myself in my business, Simply Smarter Numbers, I do my blog and I'm talking about business growth and all of that sort of thing. <laughs> and I guess it's about looking at, who my target audience is, which would yeah. be, say, service-based businesses that are mm-hmm. really super busy and growing and they're looking for, um, you know, let's think, who who might they be looking for? They might be looking at rebranding, so it, it might be a branding expert or it might be that they're looking for um, some very specific um Accounting advice, so it might be an yeah, accounting your, firm. Yeah, your your background is that as well, and you're all about yeah, numbers. Something that, <laughs> yeah, something that I don't do, so I don't do accounting yeah, yeah, tax, yeah. but I, I might know. get an accountant to come yeah. and advertise or something like that. Is it that mm-hmm. kind of thing? So usually when you write about the blog post, um, because as I said, it's not you usually have to provide a solution for a problem that they're facing. So you can do, you can, through, like for example, accountants, um, now you was you were talking about someone that is already an accountant, but um, in 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 my business, what happens is that people don't know how to do any accounting, and so they mm-hmm. need how to track their uh, expenses uh, or yep. uh, profit in their own business. Uh, and um, so, in a blog post, I can explain how to do that, or like the accountant could explain to do that, and then they can recommend. Uh, a tool like for example um zero or yeah, something like that yeah yeah, yeah okay exactly. yeah um and recommending that software that would do the work for them um so they're providing a solution for the person that is reading say okay so if i buy uh zero this will 
will do the accounting for me, will do the calculation, or I'm not the accounting expert, so I have no idea how it works. I, I used Maya a few times and QuickBooks, but I, I hire an accountant for myself because I'm not good with numbers. But uh, so, the so link the there would be like an affiliate link with Yes, yeah, so you place yeah, the okay. link to where they can purchase uh, Xero and then Xero will pay you a commit if they may, if they end up buying it. Xero will pay you a commission on the, the 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 sale price. So let's say they paid for Xero hundred dollars, you will get twenty dollars transferred in your bank account or PayPal account because you referred them. So these the affiliate marketing is really good because you basically you don't have to create a product. You just mm. use other people's products and services or tools. Yeah, I could, yeah. Um, I could recommend, for example, my proofreaders and put the link or my accountant put the link and they can offer their service and then they would pay me a referral fee because okay. I promoted them within a blog post. So this, uh, this is a very profitable way to make money blogging. Also, uh, brands uh, will pay you to write blog posts or social media posts about their products. This is called, okay. yeah, it's called a uh, sponsored post. So in, in the example that we were making before, Xero can say, Hey, I noticed that your audience is, um, um, is constituted by many people that would benefit from our, our tool. Uh, if I, if you're a new blogger, usually, you know, the rates would go between 100 and 120, 50. Dollars for a sponsored post on social media, but if you're an established bloggers with a good social media following and traffic, then you can even get thousand of dollars for posts. So Xero will come to you and say, "Hey, would you like to share your experience with Xero and with your followers and um, or like our offers, our specials, yeah. whatever, and we'll pay you two hundred fifty dollars." And so that's okay. called sponsored posts. You always need to disclose that it was you were paid to promote them. Uh, but yeah, that's a very uh, another way to make money. And it's, it, it, even if if you have good content, even if you're a small blogger with some not as much as social media following, you can still get some uh, get contract gets you know um, approached by brands if you're you know if you're good. Yeah, great. Um, yeah, and uh, also like networks where you can they can put you in. Uh, in contact with brands that are looking for bloggers. Now, my favorite way of making money blogging is by creating your own products or services. And yeah. if you have it already, well, <laughs> even better. Um, so you could create an e-course, an e-book or a membership site or offer a service or a product to your readers. And products can be either physical or digital, like Printables, for example. So if you already have a business, this would be the best way to monetize your blog. But really, like the skies is the limit here. So, um, this no limit. You can just with your creativity, your imagination, you can find different ways to, and it, it doesn't mean that you need to find just one. I do many. I differentiate like my income streams. So mm. it's a bit of a mix of all of them. Um, now the, what I want to, um, one people though is that it, 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 it might take a little while to make money at first, especially if you're new to the scene. Um, so my first month blogging, I made a very small amount. It was, um, under $28 to be exact. Uh, which but it's something. It, yeah. It's something. <laughs> it is negligible, but it made me realize that 
I was into something that you can actually make money online. And um, in fact, then my income has been growing exponentially ever since to five figures and then six figures and so on. Um, and usually people that stick with it do make money. But I want to, I want to warn everyone that is just starting out that it usually takes a lot of work at the beginning. And on average, I'd say it would take between six months and a year to break the five figure uh, monthly selling. And then you can scale it from there. Um, so in my opinion, people that don't make money is because they have probably given up before seeing results because at first it's all, yeah. yeah. <laughs> So should it be like a, a thing that people are doing weekly or monthly or what do you sort of recommend, you know, what's the what's the real commitment here? If, we, if I say I'm going to take up um, blogging and I'm going to really, you know, get stuck right into this, I'm going to do it once a week or what's the typical sort of approach? Yeah, the, the typical I would say once a week but um... – I'm not a big fan of giving numbers because blogging takes a lot, a lot of time. So, um, I, I love your question and I think it's, it's a great question that everyone should consider before starting a blog. But at the same time, I usually don't give an exact schedule. And the, the reason is because there's so much involved in blogging than just writing a blog post, as you were saying about podcasting. So, for example, there is a rule. Yeah, it becomes yeah. a big commitment, doesn't yes, it? Yes, it's a big, big commitment. Um, so you need to have to commit to what you were saying. So once a week, once a month, it's just that it needs to be the schedule that you know you can make work. So, um, in my opinion, um, the, the most important thing is that you need to be consistent. Uh, and you need to keep a schedule. Um, so what I was saying is that I'm not fun of a set schedule in the sense that because online marketers usually say, okay, you need to post at least twice a week if you want to be successful. I don't think that's true. It's true that you need to be consistent with your schedule, but you can choose the schedule that should, that could work for you, not for everyone else. So, uh, for example, because I think that blogging, you know, to work needs to be fun and enjoyable for you in the first place so that you won't give up if you start feeling like a chore. Um, yeah, so it sounds like longevity um, yeah. is more important than sort of how regular you are posting. Longevity and consistency. So it's better to post once a month but every month instead of posting uh, twice a week for the first four weeks, then you burn out and so you take a break for two months and then you post again uh, one week but then you disappear again you know like I think that you should um, come into blogging thinking that it's a lot of work and that you need to be consistent and prepared to do the work so if you have like other family commitment or other you know uh, if you're still working nine to five maybe make a schedule that works with you if you have plenty of time and if you're enthusiastic and you have the energy, then probably the best would be to start with um, twice a week so that you produce as much content as possible. And then um, from there, you can always reduce or, or increase um, the time that's uh, the, the times per week um, that um, you, you will post. Um, so what about what other types of barriers get in the way of people taking up blogging? You know, am I a good enough writer? I don't have time, those sort of things. Do you have to be a great writer to write mm -hmm. a blog? 
no, <laughs> no, I'm a terrible writer. <laughs> I don't even like <laughs> writing, to be honest. I know that it sounds crazy. Really? Yeah, because I'm a blogger and a lawyer, two professions where a lot of writing is required. Uh, but blogging is not writing like a novel. It's more like you write as you talk. So, okay. it, yeah. It, it's, it's just not, like having a conversation yeah. but nobody's answering you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, um, it's exactly that. Um, so the thing that I, I usually hear from people like as a, um, a barrier is um, that, um, as you were saying, uh, I'm not a good writer or – um, so I shouldn't be studying a blog, but they, they probably forget that people want to know you as you. It doesn't need to be perfect as long as you are relatable and use your own voice and your personality is actually your best uh, weapon to make any content unique. So as long as you're personal and re- relatable and you offer value, which can be, you know, tips or advice or inspiration, then um, and you keep the main focus on your audience and not yourself. So uh, yeah, their needs point. and now you can help them overcome a problem or offer them value, then they will they will like it. So um, and they will come back for more. Um, now, the other thing that I hear a lot is like it's too late. I missed the train. Blogging was huge before. But now, you know, uh, the market is saturated. No, that's not true either. And uh, if you uh don't start blogging now you're actually leaving money on the table like uh now blogging podcasting uh youtube they're still big and and very profitable and um so do it it's not too late uh there's space for everyone uh the market is not saturated and and keep like uh leave the imposter syndrome away i hate it i Hate it so much, yeah. especially because I'm not native speaker. I have the thick accent. I don't think I'm, you know, good looking enough to make videos, but just do it and, you know. Yeah, um, it's it's such an important point that sometimes we put things off thinking that what do we really have to say anyway? But I think you can surprise yourself when you actually sit and start writing and get things out of your head. It does a couple of things. One, it proves to you that oh, I can make some level of sense and I do I do have information here that can help somebody and that gives you confidence, I think, when you can actually see the words on paper that you've written. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and you you will grow, you will get better and better at it. It's like what I was producing when I first started in 2007, it doesn't even like it's, it's completely different from yeah. what I produce now. So, yeah, just start. Mm, no, it's a, I, I do love the idea of blogging. I have tried it in the past myself and I actually uh, tried it when I was, when I started this business. I went to podcasting basically because I thought I can do a bit of both, but there's a lot of tech involved with the podcasting, like I mentioned earlier. And it's just a nice, blogging is a nice, easy way for people to get involved really you only really need a website as far as tech goes, isn't it? It's just about uploading it to your website. Yeah, yeah, that's correct. Um, is mm. Compared to podcasting and YouTube, like a video, um, is so much easier. Much, yeah, it's much, much easier. But if someone thinks that they just need to write on like a, a word or on um, Evernote or whatever it's called and that's it, no, you need to know a bit of how to use WordPress, which is – it comes with a learning curve. So it's not that easy, but it's easy 
is much more easier than what you're doing <laughs> or yeah, like you know other platforms definitely <laughs> yeah and once you've done it once or twice it really starts to come quite naturally doesn't yeah. it yeah and yeah. also what i say um is people tend to forget that you can utter out I like to learn things so that I know what I'm doing. And also when I outsource things, I know how to outsource. I know what to expect, how to, what results yeah. I expect. But if you know, I think it's, yeah, yeah, right. It's really important to do that. If you're going to outsource, it's good to know yeah. how to do it yourself first. So then when you are outsourcing it, you can see whether or not people are doing the best that yeah, they can be doing exactly, you know it's easy yeah. to be taken for a bit of a ride I think when you are outsourcing and you don't really know how to do it yourself do you know what I mean yeah yeah, yeah no absolutely hmm. so I think you should know a little bit of everything that is involved in your business but then once you grow it would be better to focus on your zona genius and outsource the things uh, hmm. that you uh, that you don't like like for example you were saying editing the podcast takes a lot of time um, so it's probably, and if you, unless you enjoy it, um, I would. Outsource it. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. No, that's great. So, and then when it comes to the legal side of things, yeah. you've got everything covered there. I actually had a look through your website, which I'll get you to make sure I um, have you put your website up beforehand and we will include it in the show notes because you have an amazing list of um, downloads, templates, mm. and different courses and things like that that people can use to sort out their own legal side of their blogging and, yeah, yeah, start to learn how to do it themselves. So the legal side of it is really around, I guess, the – is it GDPR? Have I got those – the acronym right? And there's also the copyright, I guess, is another thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's GDPR, but not only. Um, there are lots of things that are involved. Um, the thing is, I I offer two two type of things for the legal side of blog. One is templates that are um, done for you. Just you fill the blank, and it's all done. Just not, not even fill the blank. You just you know like with your um, uh, the details of your website, and it's all done for you. Okay, and that's great because it will save you so much time and in like five minutes you're done and you protect it legally. Uh, but I also offer um, legal classes because, as I said before, I think that you always need to know what's involved in your business. So the template is good, but it will take you five times and you post that template on your website and you cover it, but you probably don't even know what's in there. So mm. I offer courses for people that want to know uh, what's um, required to be legally compliant so that you will be empowered to understand the templates and, you know, the relationship that you create with some. Um, yeah, if you're going to spend all the time and go to the effort of creating blogs and doing them regularly and consistently over a long mm-hmm. period of time, then it makes perfect sense yeah. to make sure that you are completely protected. Yeah, legally. protected and also meeting the legal requirements. For example, before we were talking about affiliate marketing, uh, to, to do it legally, you will need the, the exact disclosures and because otherwise mm. brands or, um, affiliate networks and, um, they, they won't work with you if you're not compliant because, um, you need to be, um, to be meeting all legal requirements and as well, like with, for your own, um, audience as well, you need to be transparent and, uh, make sure that, uh, you, you disclose that you're getting paid for, 
you know, the sales yeah. and the, the things that you're promoting because uh, trust is everything. If you want to have loyal clients, it's better to build a community um, that trusts you and you build trust uh, by being legal, basically. By being, yeah, and transparent <laughs> yeah, and letting yeah. them know that, yes, I'm recommending this particular product, but mm-hmm. I've used it and yeah. this is what I think about it, but I'm going to get some sort of payment from you signing up to it using this link. So, yeah, it just makes sense. It feels better, doesn't it? Mm -hmm. Yeah, and plus, you know, you will have other covers like disclaimers so that uh, you're covered from liability and Mm. um, anything that can happen if anything goes wrong. Um, Perfect. Yeah. So blogging is something that all of us should be thinking about doing. If you're not already doing it, perhaps you've dabbled in it in the past and it might be time to sort of get back on that bandwagon. When it comes to making money from your blogging, the summary is you've got your displayed ads, you've got the affiliates that you could um you could use that approach or you could use sponsored posts <laughs> or you could create your own products, which is kind of a bit more of a fun way of doing it. I think creating creating your own products uh, might be a good way to get started perhaps. Uh, it's my favourite way. Mm. <laughs> it's also the most passive because you do it yeah. once and then you sell the same thing over and over again. I'm all for yeah. passive income. so <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. No, that's great. Well, thank you so much for joining me on the podcast. Very insightful. It's one of those things that I know a lot of people think about doing, but they just, I think we just need to at some point really just commit to doing it. And I like your approach. If it doesn't, if you don't have time to do it twice a week or once a week, then make it whatever it is that's going to work for you. Because at the end of the day, it's about getting that consistency and and the longevity and it's a long road but that's what business is isn't it it's a yeah. long road yeah and um the to be successful you need you need to stick with it like you don't if you have the right strategy and you put the, in the work and you won't give up you will be successful is <laughs> mathematics yeah. uh, but yeah that's um you you said it way better than I did but that's that's exactly the message that I want to <laughs> to send across right. so thank Good. you <laughs> <laughs> so where Lucretia where can people find you online uh, yeah they can uh check out my website bloggingfornewbloggers.com we have, as we say, you know, a blogging school where we also offer free classes on how to start to run a profitable blog, how to start with Pinterest the right way, how to blog legally and so on. This is all free. So you're welcome to enroll in these free classes and also to join me in uh, our private Facebook group blogging for new bloggers. It's, uh, our Facebook group is a supportive, friendly, and very engaged community of more than 30,000 awesome bloggers. Now, it's called Ooh. Blogging for New Bloggers, but we have members who are pro bloggers, established bloggers, or members at all levels of experience. So, wow. uh, you're welcome to join even if you have a blogger already. Um, and I would love to see you there. Um, oh, yeah. Wonderful. Mm-hmm. Definitely worth checking out the website bloggingfornewbloggers.com it's mm-hmm. it's got some you've got some really interesting um information up there yeah, some really thanks. helpful <laughs> templates and downloads and a facebook yeah. group with 30,000 people sounds pretty good to me all full of bloggers i'm sure there'll be plenty of useful information over there as well so get yourselves over there if you're thinking about blogging i think you have um Lucretia is the person for you to be following 
if you aren't already. So yeah, let's make the most of blogging. It's a fun way. A lot of people, actually, I've seen on a lot of different Facebook groups, I'll see um, people put up, you know, if you're in this particular target market, what do you prefer? Do you prefer to read or do you prefer to listen or do you prefer to watch? You know, so Mm -hmm. reading the blog, listen to the podcast or watching the video on YouTube. And so many people still put up reading. People don't underestimate the power of reading a blog article. And I think it's really important for people to understand that it's not it's not something that's just gone by in the wayside. It's not something that's gone off to join, you know, the put on the shelf. It's history. Not everything is about podcasting or video. Some people love to read. Yeah. And so sometimes you can, um, podcasting is amazing for me because I, for example, I do the, the homework while listening to podcasts. So I clean the house yeah. and I listen. And that's great. But at the same time, when I'm in bed and my, Husband is uh, is already asleep. Uh, I read blog posts because yeah, (laughs) it's um yeah. So it depends. It works. Um, they they both great. Um, Mm. yeah, absolutely. Well, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. It was fantastic having this conversation with you. you. And I, wherever you are listening in the world, thank you so much for tuning in. And we shall talk again soon. Thank you, Lucretia. Thank you, Jen. I love it. Bye. (laughs) thank you for joining me for this episode of simply smarter numbers if you enjoyed the show make sure you subscribe so you automatically get new shows every week and i'd love to hear from you come and join the conversation online you'll find simply smarter numbers on instagram facebook and more just head to simply and you'll find all that you need there Simply Smarter Numbers is dedicated to you getting the results that you deserve in your business. And I'm honored that you tuned in.